This episode of The 7-Minute Mentor is brought to you by Captivate.fm, the home of the serious independent podcaster. With a unique toolkit dedicated to helping you to grow and monetize your podcast audience, you should get started today and take seven days on us for free at Captivate.fm. The 7-Minute Mentor. Build your business in just seven minutes per day. Brought to you by Excellence Expected, where entrepreneurs come to excel. What is going on? Welcome to episode 161 of The 7-Minute Mentor with me, Mark Asquith. That's right, it is a Saturday. So listen, thank you for spending this, your downtime, listening to me talk to you about today. Vanity metrics. I'm going to dig into what vanity metrics are and kind of just what the impact on them can be on your business. Quite a uh, quite an interesting subject, actually. So I'm going to dig into that in just one second. But listen, just a quick reminder: Friday. It's usually a lot of people's favorite days of the week. I think if Friday is your favorite day of the week, then perhaps it's time to look at a new job. And that is the kind of thing that I help people with over on the free coaching session that I do every single week. So here's the situation. Friday, 4 p.m. UK, 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific. Come and join me. Come and join Tim and Andre and Vic and Felicia and David and Raf and Nelson and Vaughn and all of the other guys that show up week in, week out for the free coaching session, okay? And if you've got a problem, I know you've got a problem. Everyone's got problems. Everyone's got something that they need just a hand getting over. Let me know what it is, all right? And I will pick it up. Here's where you do that. Excellence-expected.com forward slash free coaching. And also, whilst you're over there, you see the email input. So when you pop in your details, when you ask me a question, you get asked if you want to go on the mailing list. And that is powered by the wondrous guys, the fantastic team, Jake, Eric, Tom, and the team over at Aweber. Now, you know me, I'm a big Aweber fan. I've been working with them for years now. And... I'm just going to keep telling you this every day because I think you can do better with your email marketing. It's something that if you ask any online entrepreneur what do they wish they'd done sooner, it would be more email marketing. So I don't want you to make that mistake, all right? I want you to start today and do more for your members, for your listeners, for your customers, for your audience. Do that through Aweber. And there's a 90-day free trial that you can get your beautiful little hands on at excellence-expected.com forward slash Aweber. Now, let's talk vanity metrics. Do you know... A few years ago, um, you know, you'd sort of hear these calls coming in from SEO companies offering to get you on the first page of Google for these really kind of crappy little keywords. But everyone wanted it. They, they, they wanted to be on Google so that they could say, down the pub on a Friday night, yeah, I'm top of Google if you search for two-handed plumber in Barnsley with a white van. Yeah, I'm number one for that. Well, of course you are. Of course you are, because no one's searching for that keyword. It's not competitive. So thus, of course, you will rank very easily. I once ranked a website over a weekend for a laugh really highly. In fact, we got to number one for the term web design Barnsley, which actually was quite lucrative. But it just showed that we were in such a tight niche that it, even then it was easy to rank. So things like that can be vanity metrics. And things like likes and things like retweets and shares, vanity metrics. So vanity metrics are metrics that... They're sort of contributory. They are nice to have, but they are not drivers of your business. So rather than going through the pursuit of Facebook likes, for example, and retweets or shares on Twitter, the actual metric you probably should be measuring is email list signups from 
that post on Facebook. That's the metric that you should be caring about, not the likes or the shares or the retweets. So vanity metrics, it's really easy to let them seep into your business. So if you're a startup, for example, and you work on a user's basis, in fact, let's work at, uh, let's think of podcast websites as the example. You know me, like to be nice and transparent. So let's assume that one of our metrics could be the number of users. Is that a good metric? Well, on the surface, it sounds like it is, but actually what we're looking for is not the number of users. Because we could tell people, oh, we've got 10 million users. We've got 10 million users. But what if only 25,000 of them were active? So the actual metric is active users, active paying users. Okay, so what are your vanity metrics? What are you measuring? What are you chasing? What are you hunting? What are you really trying to grind out that matters? And what are you trying to grind out that doesn't matter? What is just a pat on the back? metric? What is just something that you like to tell people? Think about that in your business. What are your vanity metrics? It's really easy to fall into this trap. Believe me, I see so many people doing it. So many people doing it. I see so many people saying, well, you know, I've got 500,000 listeners to my podcast, or I've got 10,000 listeners, or I've got 200 listeners. And I say, yes, but what are those listeners doing? How many of them do you know? How many of them email you? How many of them sign up to your email list? How many of them turn out to see you speak at conferences? How many of them turn up at your meetups? How many of them move through and get migrated to your website? Sure, podcast download numbers are important, especially if you're looking at sponsorships. But actually, for your business, they might not be the be-all and end-all. It might be a vanity metric. And this is another really interesting point on vanity metrics. For one business... A metric might be a key performance indicator. It might be the single thing that will move the needle. For example, the number of registrations. But for another business, the number of registrations might be a vanity metric. And the reason it might be a vanity metric is that actually what we should be checking is not the number of registrations. It should be the number of people that register and then complete the onboarding process and get through to using your app or your service or your platform or your website, whatever that is. So just depending on your business, vanity metrics can be different. Sure, you'd still measure registrations in that last example because you'd want to measure your churn. But the challenge is you wouldn't necessarily make that your reportable metric. It wouldn't be the thing that you send to your investors. It wouldn't be the thing that you send off to your um, to the, the stakeholders in your business or to your board. It wouldn't be that metric. The metric would be the number of people that have gone through onboarding and become active users. So think about it. What's, what's really going on in your business? What are your vanity metrics? What are you measuring that doesn't matter? And what should you be measuring? Think about that. Let me know if you need a hand. Excellence-expected.com forward slash free coaching. Now, I will see you tomorrow, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Do not forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will. Excel. Adios. Adios.